Hi, this is Tom Compton. You're listening to WHTT Speaks Out. Each week, Chuck Carlson and members of We Hold These Truths look into events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events. Ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's podcast for WHTT Speaks Out, we're going to talk about a subject we've talked about many times. This is John Hagee and his organization, KUFI, Christians United for Israel. And we're going to talk about this in light of a, a new introduction we had from a listener to these podcasts and been reading our material. A gentleman from California wrote Chuck Carlson asking if he could join us in a vigil. And he mentioned a Kufi event in Roseville, California, which is right near Sacramento at the Abundant Life Fellowship. And that was one of the Christians United for Israel's venue called a Standing with Israel. Now, they have different venues. They have a Night to Honor Israel. They have special events for pastors. In fact, looking at their schedule here, it's very interesting. In the month of April 2013, I counted, I think there's about 34 events around the country. And this particular one that we'll talk a little bit about it at the Abundant Life Fellowship in Roseville, California, features the keynote speaker, Sergeant Benjamin Anthony, and Chuck will talk a little about it. He's a reserve IDF, Israeli Defense Force, who is going out around talking about how moral the Israeli Defense Force, the most moral army in the world they claim, or at least that's the PR that they're sending out. And it is interesting when you look at these events in Kufi, one of the areas that they are targeting are blacks and Hispanic churches. And I just picked this one out from May 8th in their calendar list there. Houston Marriott, they're going to have Pastor Michael Stevens, pastor of University City Church. He is the Kufi African American Outreach Director. And so I don't know whether that means he's on the staff or one of their board members or what. So they are reaching out, and the title of this, Christians United for Israel, African Americans, Pastor and Ministry Leaders, Luncheon and Middle East Briefing. And so one can only wonder what will will go on there. But our question, of course, is it's amazing how minorities are being targeted, particularly in light of the oppressions that they've experienced uh, in the past, that they can be so blind to what the Israelis are doing to the Palestinians. That's really quite amazing. So they must be having some success, or at least they're spending money on trying to cultivate blacks and Hispanics. Well, the reason that prompted us to do this program was the response we got from a reader of our material. And that's the thing that we don't know when we do a podcast or write something. These stories and podcasts get a life of their own. People download them, listen to them, or pass them on to others. Other websites actually post articles by Chuck. So 
they get all over the internet. Well, this one is bringing some fruition. This is from a gentleman in California that wrote to Chuck. He uh, said, thank you for talking with me, and he was interested in attending a vigil, and he mentions Abundant Life Fellowship in Roseville, California. And so he said, quote, my Zionist, quote, epiphany, unquote, occurred when we moved into a neighborhood with three Christian Palestinian families close by. All of my, quote, pre-trib, rapture, dispensationalist, chosen people, unquote, theology, got shaken to the core. Thank you for your work. Looking forward to meeting you someday. Sorry I didn't find you sooner. And so I talked with a gentleman today, and he basically convinced us that we needed to do a vigil out there and meet up with him. And so we're going to meet with some other people from California that have had their own vigils, and we're going to rendezvous up in Sacramento on May the 5th. Now, as we do for vigils, we send out a letter to the pastor to let the pastor and his staff, as many of the staff that we can find, know that we hold these truths, Project Straight Gate Vigil is coming to their church, and why? And so, Chuck, you might just give us a little background on this. We found that what makes our vigils effective is communication in advance. It's almost more important than what we do when we get there. Because in advance, we can get the uh, pastor's attention, and we can also get the attention of the staff. When we're coming to do what they visualize as a big, nasty picket, of some kind, which they don't know what's going to happen and what we're going to say, they tend to listen to what we say to them. And at no other time have we ever found these people are willing to ever listen to us. So John Hagee would probably even read a letter if we wrote one to him and said we were going to come and do a vigil at his Cornerstone Church. So to do this, we have to actually study the church. Uh, and it's usually very simple. We're good at it now. In uh, 10 minutes, we can usually figure out just about what the church is all about. We know what to look for. And in the case of this particular church, the pastor's name is Douglas Bird. Doug Bird, he calls himself. And he had a story on his website about his trip to Israel. And I listened to it, and it uh, clearly explained exactly not only how he was, how he'd been brainwashed by the Israelis, but how he was really enjoying doing it. And uh, so uh, we basically wrote our letter based upon a 30-minute sermon that he gave to his congregation telling him about the wonderful trip he just had to Israel. And so we actually knew more about him than, than he would probably like us to know when we wrote this letter. So uh, this letter then we send to all of the staff members. We will also send it to the uh, local media, if we can, as many as we can find. And we will also send it to any local churchmen that we can find in other churches. In other words, I wish we could send this letter to the pastor of every church in uh, Northern California uh, because it would get their attention too, especially since they know that somebody is going to have a vigil at their church. So it's sort of a virtual vigil idea is to tell people why it is that you have a problem with what they're preaching and teaching. And with that, I'll stop and let Leslie read the letter. Vigil Abundant Life Fellowship, Roseville, California. Dear Pastor Bird, Project Straight Gate will conduct a vigil at your church on May 5, 2013 during the hours of your Christian Standing with Israel, Night to Honor Israel, John Hagee's Rally. We have done this at some 80 major churches nationwide. 
Pastor Bird, before writing this, I examined your words and listened to your recording of your trip to Israel. Most of your conclusions came from Israeli guides who you said were Israeli military members. You quoted one professing unnamed Palestinian, a journalist who lives in Israel and is a citizen. He seems to have confirmed to your satisfaction that everything the Israeli military told you was true and you believed him. Sad to say, after hearing the entire 30-minute presentation and examining your site, it is clear to me that you are one of the most self-deceived pastors I have yet to hear. You have allowed yourself to propagate an agenda that you were paid to believe. You should know better than to take a free trip to a state that is at war with its neighbors and then pass on every word your guides told you, especially when the words contradict Jesus' teachings. Your host in Israel, John Hagee, has publicly prayed for a preemptive strike against Iran. Who do you think Jesus would preemptively strike? What would Jesus say of one who cheers on those who kill for a living? You were awed by the military display of your hosts and delighted to relate tales of their annihilation of their neighbors. Though you stop short of gory details, perhaps you do not know them. You did not pray that Israelis would kill more Palestinians, but you cheered them on when soldiers told their proud stories of mass destruction, did you not? My prayer is that you will examine your position and make a commitment to oppose the continued American slaughter in the Middle East and the Israeli occupation of Palestine. We trust that you are concerned about the destruction of human life, John Hagee, is not. It is my hope you will cancel his meeting in your church. You may pretend you do not know the truth, but Jesus knows when you are closing your eyes to it. Evangelical congregations like yours should be the most peace-seeking persons on the globe. Instead, you are supporting a nation that has been at war with its neighbors throughout all of its existence, the only country in the world that is openly imprisoning an entire population at gunpoint. You deny this, but you did not visit Gaza, did you? Would you like to see my photos of an Israeli bombing raid while I was there? It is not good enough to look over a fence at Gazans from miles away as you did with the Lebanese. Did you visit any Arab homes in the West Bank without your military guides? It is not on your podcast. Did you visit Bethlehem Bible College founded and run by the Awad family? Did you ask your host to show you the 26 and a half foot high wall Israel has built around whole villages in the West Bank? Did you ask your host to show you the prisons 
For thousands of Arab men, women, and children as young as 12 are imprisoned for months, even years, without being charged. Did you, Pastor Bird? No, you brought home the story told you by your host, John Hagee's organization who paid the five to $10,000 for your first class junket, and now you're selling that as fact. And now anti-Arab, hate-filled John Hagee is using your Abundant Life Church as a platform from which to propagate his abundant death message. A nationwide movement, Project Straight Gate, has initiated vigils at American churches. Their message is of peace and brotherly love, as taught by Jesus in a similar time of war and hatred. Jesus calls the leaders of his church to be peacemakers. Churches like yours cannot be peacemaker churches if you support the occupation of Palestinian people and the murder of civilians. Your association with Zionist John Hagee infects your Abundant Life Fellowship with Christian Zionism, a distorted departure from Christianity. Your mission statement states, You believe the Bible is true in every way. Jesus says, quote, Blessed are the peacemakers, unquote, and, quote, For as much as you have done it, both kindness and evil, to the least of my brothers, you have done it unto me, unquote. John Hagee thinks if the Palestinians will not leave, Israel has a right to kill them, and God will honor their acts. Do you believe that too? We invite you to show us where Jesus ever made even one statement that allowed a Christian to support or participate in taking the lives of Iraqis, Afghans, and Palestinians, especially their women and children. Jesus' words dictate the mission of Project Straightgate. We never do a vigil at a church that is honoring Jesus' words. I am available to you with a detailed biblical explanation of why evangelical Christian right leaders should not support Israel's ongoing occupation of the land of the Philistines. I would be pleased to discuss with you the question, is political Israel the fulfillment of biblical prophecy? If you would like a presentation for your staff, Sunday school, youth group, etc., please contact me. We will be at Abundant Life Fellowship on Sunday, May 5th, 2013. We will be located on public right-of-ways near your church, ready to answer questions from all who wonder, who would Jesus bomb or beat or starve? We will be respectful of your rights and the local laws. Toward the straight gate, Charles G. Carlson. Thank you. That was an excellent letter, Chuck. And as a result of the letter that Chuck sent out to our, our general mailing, we've had two responses. Leslie, would you read those, please? Dear Mr. Carlson, I am moved to tears by your ardent words. You're standing up for the fuller truth for the lives of people who stand invisible behind the wall of injustice and wealth. I applaud your courage 
and your articulation on behalf of those who are not being heard. Bravo! And may the source of mercy and justice and love be with you. Sincerely, Rabbi Terza Firestone, Boulder, Colorado. To Charles Carlson, Dear Sir, As an old Palestinian background and now a U.S. citizen, what can I say to you more than you are a great man to serve for peace and justice? I admire you for deep understanding the situation over there. I wish the majority of Americans work with you and your church to save the Israelis and Palestinians. Wars in future, if continued, are the same route will hurt Israelis a lot, simply because Palestinians has no more to lose. They are desperate and seeking a straw to save them of dying in the depths of an ocean. I care for the safety of Israeli innocent and peaceful people as I care for Palestinians. Yes, sir, you are a leader, and Jesus is upon you to care for sure. Nazik Damra. And Mr. Damra, we find out, is, does write for the Palestine Chronicle, which is an online newspaper focusing on Palestine. Chuck, these were both eloquent letters. Would you care to comment on these, please? Well, we get a lot of letters that are nice, but these were both so well-written and poetic and beautiful and makes you blush. But, of course, what these people don't know is we're an organization, and if it wasn't for the help we have here, none of this would happen. So in my answers to both of them, I thanked them and told them that we thanked them on behalf of the, of the people that donate and the all-volunteer staff and so on. But, and by the way, Palestinians, when they write, tend, tend to be poetic and, and uh, maybe a little bit exaggerated, and, and, uh, but there's a, a great sincerity about them and a great hospitality, and, and that's the reason that they're so easy to like when you do get there and get to meet them. And it's just a shame that uh, this pastor, Doug, probably made his entire trip through Palestine and only met one person who even claimed to be a Palestinian, that he had any, any rapport with, and that was this uh, phony one who wrote the rights for some uh, Israeli uh, newspaper and his accepted citizenship, and of course, in order to keep his job, he has to, of course, uh, toe the line, or he wouldn't be hauled around by the Israeli military to these meetings of, that are put on for American pastors. Now, we found that, that Pastor Doug, who's talked about in the, in the story, Pastor Doug is not the only Christian pastor who's being drug around Israel and shown the Israeli cause. I've run into one other one right in my neighborhood, and I'm sure there are, are many. This is big business for Israel. It's part of their whole program of uh, maintaining their sufficient control in the United States of America so that they essentially can keep on getting the money that they need to keep their criminal occupier, communist-style, uh, gulag-running state going. And uh, they are just extremely smart in raising money, and that's what we're seeing here. And we hope that we will be able to get smarter ourselves. And we think that uh, with John Hagee having all of these meetings, uh, there's got to be a way for us to do about 75% of what we hope to do in a vigil through the Internet and through the mail, 
And so hopefully we will be doing a lot more vigils that will be sort of virtual vigils where we're able to do most of the work before we go. I might add too, Chuck, we're trying to develop tools. One of the things that we'll be passing out is a little flyer, are you really pro-life? Because as we pointed out many times, many of the evangelical Christians, I'm certain at this church, Pastor Doug's church, would ardently and fervently claim that they are pro-life, that they're 100% against abortion. But we've seen this uh, dichotomy of their actions towards wars, and particularly wars that protect Israel, or the actions of, of the Israelis. So there's a disconnect between the deaths of innocent children, whether they're in Iraq or Afghanistan or in Gaza, the attacks on Gaza four years ago and, and in just last November, where in 2008, 2009, over 300 Gaza children were killed. Out of over 1,300 were killed during the Operation Cast Lead. So there is a, a disconnect, and that's what we hope to point out. And our powerful sign, Choose Life, Not War, is one of those signs that should challenge any thinking person. I'm pro-life, but I, I don't mind these wars. Maybe we can get people to think about them. That's what we try to do here at We Hold These Truths. And we're not a church. We're just followers of Jesus Christ. We're not promoting any brand of Christianity church, uh, but we want people to follow what Jesus said. And you don't even have to believe in Jesus. You can be an atheist. We get support from atheists. And some of those actually believe that what Jesus said Blessed are the peacemakers is a valid thing to follow and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. That's true. We find all kinds of people that, uh, that we get together with over that. Uh, and we'd invite anyone, all those who are listening, to think about this and see if you have a church that needs to have a vigil. And if you do, uh, you uh, don't call us and tell us that we should go. Tell us that you're willing to go with us, and we'll arrange the vigil if you're willing to come along. As, uh, as this first gentleman who wrote to us is going along with the vigil in Roseville, you know, near Sacramento, California. So if you have a church that uh, you suspect is a Christian Zionist church, and uh, this, this was certainly a, a very strong suspicion and uh, was validated, it doesn't take us long. And if we find out that the church is not qualified, we'll tell you. Just uh, let us know, and uh, if you have church that needs to have a vigil, and it'll help you get it started. And if you're in a church like Chuck described, there's things you can do. I had an example just recently in my own church, and we'll have a future uh, podcast on that, is to challenge some of these things that are being promoted. If they're not biblical, uh, there's no harm in challenging, particularly if a Sunday school teacher. Maybe it requires you writing a letter so that you put it down in writing, and see if you get a response. So there's all kinds of honorable ways that can be used to challenge some of these notions that are being disseminated in so many of the churches around the country. Let me add something. If you want to write a letter to your church and you're not sure what to say, forward us a letter and we'll help you even with, uh, even with getting the letter kind of right so that it might come off Good. If you have a, if you're shy about 
licking the stamp and putting a letter in the mail without someone else looking at it, let us know. We'll, we'll look at it for you. Yeah, so it can be fun. Actually, I delivered one to my Sunday school teacher because of what something he said along with a bunch of references. So I'm going to sit back to see if he says anything or ask me to leave the Sunday school class. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for uh, joining in on this. Chuck, your letter was great. And I'd just like to end by saying that I will actually be joining the vigil in in Roseville outside of Sacramento on May 5th, and I was inspired by Chuck's letter and then the response from this gentleman to say he wanted to participate. And then with uh, contacting some friends that have done vigils for a number of years in Fresno, they were very enthusiastic about it. So it only takes a couple people, really, generally two people or three, because as Chuck has pointed out so many times, it's a vigil. It's not a protest. We're there to be examples of Jesus Christ holding signs like, blessed are the peacemakers. Who can object to something like that? Choose life, not war. How would you, anybody in their right mind object to something like that? And who would Jesus bomb? And our new saying would be, who would Jesus drone? Many people recall the old acronym WWJD, what would Jesus do? So we've updated to Who a Jesus drone. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. And pass this on. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell a friend about our podcast. And please visit our website, whtt.org. You will find a wealth of information and resources like the latest Pharisee Watch and unheralded news articles. Also, you can order our new video, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Even though this video is copyrighted, we don't mind if you copy it as long as you copy all of it. Then you can educate your friends and acquaintances about the dangers of Christian Zionism. Start small, think big, and press on toward the straight gate.